Have you ever gotten so mad in church that you really questioned if you should even be there? So the big question is this, how are worship leaders like us who didn't go to every worship conference in the world and are spending money out of our own pockets, how do we lead our ministry in a way that lets our team, pastors, and church experience God's presence in a way that will change the world and yet still remain real? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ken Jansen, and welcome to Worship Leader Secrets. What's up, everybody? This is Ken Jansen. Welcome to the Worship Leader Secrets podcast. I'm super excited to have you guys here today, as always, because today... I want to talk about some practical steps of how to serve a pastor you disagree with, part two. So this is in continuation of our last episode, episode 17, uh, where I went over remembering your why, why you were called into ministry. Remember your purpose. What were you called to do? What has God called you to do? And remember who you are really serving. Now, I love doing these podcasts. I love talking about this kind of stuff. I could talk about this for hours and hours, but I want to keep this episode and some future episodes as short as possible so you can get some great tips, some tricks, some worship leader secrets, and move on about your day and get back to work. And, um, you know, I really envision a lot of people listening to this podcasts uh, in their car. Maybe they're on their way to church and uh, or to work or wherever uh, you're going and, and uh, like 10-minute episodes. That's really what I'm kind of going for. So anyway, back into it. I'm going to try to make every episode, um, you know, sometimes I, I like to preach. Sometimes I like to bring in the scriptures. So you've got a lot of meat of what you can Um, you know, really support your thought process with, and sometimes I'm just going to get into the tips and tricks. So uh, again, this is my experience, and I'm so thankful that God has allowed me to go through some really tough and hard experiences so I can then share that with you and hopefully help you. If you're in a rough situation, um, if you're in a lot of stress right now, I'm praying for you right now as I record this. So uh, serving a pastor you disagree with, Again, I've had to remember my why and my purpose and who I am really serving. Um, And in this episode, I want to talk about three main areas, anger, depression, and confusion. Um, And, uh, you know, I've I've dealt with all of these in ministry. I, I think part of being human is that God gives us emotions and, you know, I've heard uh, a lot of leadership uh, gurus talk about how you should never be led by your emotions, and I believe that. I, I think that can lead us down a rabbit hole, and and uh, you know we'll be like Alice in Wonderland, chasing our emotions all over the place, and it could lead us to somewhere we do not want to go. So I believe God has given us the power and the ability to take charge of those emotions. Um, and direct that energy, that focus into something that is more healthy. So let's talk about anger. Have you ever been so mad in church or angry or upset about something that you really question if you should even be there? And I certainly have. Uh, I, I think one of the things about anger is that it comes in typically in a sharp manner. Uh, somebody says something, somebody steps on your toes, somebody uh, rebukes you for 
you know, whatever it is, and you may have the best of intentions or doing something that God's called you to do, and something can just set you off. Now, a lot of times it could go into uh, your history, how you were raised, or different things that, you know, kind of uh, trigger sensations or memories or whatever, um, and that anger is a response to... Um, you know, a fear, you know, how, how am I going to be treated in the future? How is this going to resolve itself? What do I need to do now? Am I going to lose my job? Am I going to be treated like this again and again in the future? Uh, when I was growing up, I've got an older brother and sister, so I'm the baby of the family and I love my siblings. I love them today. They're like my best friends. Um, but me and my brother did not always get along. He's four years older than me. And most of the time, I believe he was just trying to play with me, um, you know, as, you know, a- anybody would, but he would end up like pushing me over or knocking me out or, <laughs> you know, pushing me into a wall or whatever. And so, uh, I, I didn't like getting, you know, beat up like that. And it, he certainly wasn't intending that at least most of the time. Um, but I had a lot of anger as a kid and that was something that, uh, when I got called into ministry, especially when I got saved, probably an early teenager, like something just changed and that anger really subsided. Well, uh, becoming an adult and moving into worship, uh, as a career path, uh, you know, I brought all of that history with me and there have been multiple times serving at different churches, whether in a full-time role or as an interim pastor where I've disagreed with the pastor um, and he has said something or, you know, I'd bring him like, uh, I, I love being an idea guy. So I'd bring a ton of different songs or, Hey, we could do this creatively. We could try this or try that. And, you know, if those things get shut down, it's like, Oh, you're affecting me or, you know, you're rejecting me as a person, or this is my creativity. And I'm, you know, being so vulnerable and sharing this with you or what we could do, or even if it's something like a direct vision from God, wow, this would really reach people if we did this song or tried this or did that. And when it gets shut down by a pastor, it's uh, it's kind of jarring. Um, and I'm blessed to have a wonderful wife, and I've come home several times and been like, babe, you would not believe this, or the person said this or that. Uh, and it makes me angry when somebody does not hear the voice of the Lord the way that I do, Um, you know, just being transparent. But hey, that person is in a role of leadership for a reason. And I am in my role of leadership for a reason as well. God wants to work through me uh, to serve the vision of this pastor, the vision um, of this church. It's got a different DNA. And so I have to remember, it's not all about me. And taking that anger uh, captive And submitting it to the Holy Spirit and saying, okay, what am I really upset about here? What am I really angry with? Um, That has helped me resolve that anger and look at things from a different perspective. And when you can do that, you can go into the next conversation with your pastor and say, okay, uh, when, when you said this or when you didn't like this idea, could you tell me why? Because I really want to understand. I want to serve really well. That's why I'm here. I'm passionate about that. How can I help you? How can I um, suggest ideas and things that you will uh, accept? Or, or what, what are you really trying to go after? And that way I can make sure I'm hitting the mark all the time. Um, uh, there are some times where that works really well and other times where the pastor may be in the wrong 
or he may have yelled and screamed at you, which I've definitely had. Um, and that was not my fault. And I'm here to tell you today, if you've ever experienced that, that is not your fault. That's something going on with that person or their heart's not in the right place or they're not submitting to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Uh, that can be very damaging, uh, which I have had before. And I went through years and years of having nightmares of that pastor yelling and screaming at me over and over again. Um, and that's uh, that has no place in ministry. It really does not. Uh, if you've really got a heart that is there to serve, um, then anger should be... Uh, you know, lift it out of the situation and you should really look at how can I serve? You know, Jesus, Jesus was angry uh, a couple of times in ministry. We have that example in the scripture. Um, and yet he came to serve. He came to uh, bring the lost uh, a message. And, um, you know, I, I believe that we can take that anger and focus it and turn it into an area that uh, will help us be more productive for the ministry that God has given us. All right, moving on. Uh, depression. Sometimes when you're angry and you deal with those emotions, uh, on the other side of it, you can feel depressed. You can feel like you're trapped in your job, like there's nothing you can do to serve. There's nothing you can do to uh, make the pastor happy or the people at your church happy or the people on your worship team happy. Uh, I've had some... Uh, worship team members that are just like a thorn in my side. Every time I come to rehearsal, they're there to criticize me or say they don't like the music or this chord or they don't like that's a seventh chord and they want to play it like this or that. And I just have to say, man, <laughs> come on. Like we're here to do this thing over here or, you know, I, I have a music degree or I know what I'm talking about or I have studied this and I've prepared and here you are just to, to be contrary to me. And, and that can happen all over the place. But this depression, feeling trapped, or if you're like me, um, I felt incapable to serve well, and none of that feels good. We have to, again, remind ourselves uh, that God has brought us there for such a time as this, uh, to be used by him, to be an instrument in his hands. Um, and our last thing I'll talk to you real quick is about confusion. When all of this is going on, uh, if you've been angry, if you've suffered with depression or feeling trapped in a job or you can't get out or you don't know how to give the person, the pastor or the people what they're looking for, you can feel confused. Man, should I really be here? Is this the right place for me? Um, and I will tell you that anger, depression, feeling trapped, incapable, confusion, um, those are tools of the enemy. Okay. Those are not tools that God uses, uh, for us, for, to make us better, to, uh, to bless us. Now, God can take each one of those, um, and help us and turn something bad into really good. But when you are suffering from confusion, uh, that is a tool of the enemy. Satan loves confusion, you know, to get us confused, to, to make us think, well, God has forsaken me, or he, he doesn't remember me, or he doesn't love me, or I deserve this punishment, or I just can't do anything right. That is wrong. It's a lie of the devil. And I will tell you that right now. You need to stand firm on the word of the Lord. You need to stand firm on the promise and the vision that he gave you, the calling that he 
gave you to be a worship leader, to be a pastor to others, to to seek to guide and direct other people. You need to stand firm on his promise. Because again, I know I've said this before, but if God has a promise for you, if he's given you a vision, God is never going to give up. He is going to be laser focused. He is going to be very direct and he is going to help you get to that end because God never fails. And so when we're confused, we need to submit that to the Lord and say, hey, I can't see straight right now. Everything is really foggy or some things are blurry or I, I don't know which way to go from here. I don't know the next step. I don't know what I need to say in this next conversation or how I need to do this next thing. If you pray about it and submit those emotions to the Lord, he will help make your path straight. I promise you that. Um, and that's all I've got for today. I wanted to keep it real, uh, as short as I can. We're already at about 13 minutes here, but, uh, anyway, that's all I've got for today. I hope that helps you guys uh, remember that uh, you need to remember your why and your purpose and who are you really serving. If you found this podcast helpful, I just encourage you to like it, comment on it, share it, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it really helps the numbers online and the ranking, and that will help get these tips and these worship leader secrets out to more people who need encouragement. Uh, who may be really struggling. So that's it for today. I hope this helps you. I'm praying for you. Thank you for uh, listening and uh, allowing me to hopefully speak into your heart and your life. And I will look forward to the next time. And uh, God bless you. Want more Worship Leader Secrets? If so, then go get your copy of my best-selling book, Powerhouse, at worship-coach.com. Inside, you'll find my top 15 methods I've used, developed, and proven for over 20 years. Used at churches around the world for building incredible and engaging worship services where people are connecting with God and lives are being transformed.